0: Welcome to the Thyroid Fixer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy, and we're diving deep into the world of hormones, especially for all you fierce women in perimenopause and menopause and anyone dealing with hypothyroidism. If you're struggling with weight gain, you feel like shedding those pounds is an impossible feat. If you're dealing with plummeting energy levels, gut wrenching fatigue, or a libido that seems to have left town, then you're in the right place. And don't even get me started on the hair loss. If these symptoms are sounding all too familiar, you sound your tribe, welcome, because my goal is to educate, empower, and shake up your world. I want you to embrace every inch of that badass woman that you truly are. So if you're ready to dive in and fix things, let's get started. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. Your testosterone is normal. So therefore I can't give you any. That is a phrase that has been uttered by many, a conventional doctor and even some functional doctors. And is one that I just heard from a patient last week about her last experience with her conventional doc, which is why we're working together now. And this is just a topic that pisses me off, which is why we're gonna talk about it today. Here's the thing, and this podcast is specifically for ladies and testosterone. Guys, I know you get the shaft too. I see it all the time. But I wanna talk about my ladies right now because when we're looking at that normal standard, and I use the air quotes for normal, of course, When we're looking at these standard lab value ranges for testosterone for women, that total testosterone range in most labs gets cut off at a 48. Now you're not even optimal until you reach a total testosterone of 50 and you're most likely going to be more optimal and feel like a rock star when your testosterone is 100 to 200. So if you fall in that standard lab value range, quote unquote, and you're coming in at A 20, 13, 25, 30, 35, that's not optimal. That is considered low testosterone. But what your doctor say to you, your testosterone is normal. I can't give you testosterone. So you would actually, as a woman, have to be flagged low. And to be low, get this, you would have to have a testosterone level that is virtually undetectable because most total testosterone labs started at two a two. I mean, can you imagine if you're rolling in with a testosterone of a five and you're being told that you're normal or a 10 or 11 or a 20 or a 25? No, it's wrong. It's all kinds of wrong. You have to be in that optimal range in order to feel your best, to look, feel, and perform your best. And that is where I want all of you to be. I want you to be in optimization land with your thyroid. I want you to be in optimization land with your hormones. And in order to do that, you have to break out of that standard lab value range conventional thinking. Now, many of you will look on your labs, and this is why I teach you over and over again how to read your labs. We have downloads on the labs to get. We have downloads on the optimal lab values for those labs that you're getting. It's a no brainer at this point. There's so much information out there that I'm giving you, download it and use it. And when you break out your own labs and you're sitting there reading them and saying, okay, am I normal? Am I not normal? Am I optimal? Am I not optimal? But my doctor said my labs look good. Everything looks fine. It's all in the normal, air quote, range. Are you optimal? Break out that optimal lab value sheet and see if you actually fall into the optimal range. Because if you don't, It's time to demand treatment, proper treatment that I have taught you about over and over again, or it's time to fire your doctor and get a new doctor. Because if you continue on and you get sucked into that belief system that you're normal and everything is fine, when you don't feel normal, you have the symptoms of low testosterone, which are weight gain, muscle loss, low libido, brain fog, low motivation, cardiovascular issues. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Loss of strength, your workouts suck. Your LHS, saying but you're not gaining muscle at all when you really should be, even though you are eating adequate amounts of protein, like you should be, you're still experiencing all those symptoms. So those are all symptoms of low testosterone. And until you get into that optimal range, you will continue having symptoms of low testosterone. If your doctor is telling you that he or she cannot give you testosterone based on your total testosterone falling into that wide and vast lab value range that doesn't even go up to optimal, then they're not educated. They haven't studied hormones. They don't know the importance of them. And then, you know, the other thing to do is back up and look at them. Look at your prescriber, whether it's a nurse practitioner, a PA, a DO, an MD, I don't care, look at them. Even functional doctors, look at them. Are they walking the walk? If they're overweight and they're telling you that your testosterone is fine, if they don't look like they've hit the gym ever and they're telling you that your testosterone is fine, if anyone that is sitting there as a pillar of unhealthy and you don't actually want to by any way, shape or form look like that person that is telling you what to do with your health, maybe you should find a different doctor. You want someone that is actually walking the walk, that is optimized, that knows what they're doing, and that actually looks, feels, and performs at their best. If you stay with a conventional doc that continues to tell you, well, you're just getting older. This is what happens. This is normal. It's part of the aging process. Just get used to it because all your labs are normal and you're fine. There's nothing I can do. Then you are going to remain right there stuck if you stay with that person. So, ladies. The importance of testosterone, I've talked about this on other podcasts, but it's worth going over again. I have had reports from my female patients, oh my goodness, once they're at that three month mark, because hormones do take 90 days to move, once they hit that three month mark, they are reporting, I mean, wild, crazy, amazing sex with their husbands or significant others. They actually feel like they want sex. They feel like they want to go to the gym. That motivation and drive to get shit done during the day is there. That's why testosterone is your GSD hormone. And I'm not even talking about the gym. We'll set that aside. We'll get get to that in a minute. I'm talking about just doing day-to-day things. I'm talking about cleaning the house and going to the grocery store and taking care of yourself, running the kids around, whatever it is. You want that motivation to be there. Brain function. For my job, my career, my business, I'm always thinking. My brain is always on fire. I often laugh with my assistant because she knows that at 7.30 a.m., she's going to get a text from me with a bajillion different ideas because my brain lights up in the morning and it is on fire. Now, I can remember a time recently because I've been, I, I play around with my hormones so I can bring this information back to you. Recently, my testosterone went to, hang on to your hats, a 13 because I was very inconsistent and I'm, I'm doing the Wiley protocol as I've shared before. And my Wiley practitioner wanted me to not do testosterone, which I wanted to play by her rules and see what would happen. And she said, I could start it back up again. As soon as everything starts working with all my hormones and I have a cycle again. So she said, don't do testosterone. So I didn't and it dropped. And then I was like, screw that. I'm bringing testosterone back in the mix. When I was at a 13, I can honestly tell you I was very unproductive. My assistant will probably tell you I was very unproductive. I wasn't firing off those ideas. I wasn't thinking things through clearly enough. So yes, your business, if you own one, or your career, if you're in one, can absolutely suffer. Your family can suffer because you're just not fully present. Your brain isn't firing on all cylinders. You're not motivated to go out. You don't want to go out to eat. You don't want to take the kids anywhere. You don't want to have a date night with your husband because you also don't want to have sex. So that's another reason why you don't want to have a date night with your husband. It really starts affecting every area of your life. And that is why it pisses me off so deeply when these conventional and functional prescribers overlook the importance of testosterone for women. I've said it before. I will say it again. It is not just a dude hormone. It is vital, vital, vital for females as well. Now on to the gym, many of you are out there LHSing and I hear you and I hear your cries. You're like, I'm busting my ass at the gym and I have been for a long time and I lift heavy. And not only am I not seeing muscle gains, I'm also pretty sure I'm losing muscle. Now let's talk about that for a moment. When we're talking about muscle gains in women, even when you start testosterone replacement therapy, ladies, it takes a while for us to put on any amount of muscle, unless you're one of those easy gainers, which I've seen some of you genetic freaks out there. I'm so jealous that you can breathe and put on muscle. That's fantastic. But most of us ladies, we have to <laughs> really bust our ass LHS ing. We have to be pounding the protein and then maybe just maybe we'll put on a couple pounds of muscle. Now, when you add on testosterone, what testosterone does. And I like to stack my testosterone with hormone fixer. And this is not a shameless plug. This is a report because hormone fixer tends to give me that pump and the, the fullness of the muscle when I'm at the gym. I won't get that with just testosterone because I've tried this before. I've tried to just do testosterone only. And then I've also tried to do hormone fixer only. And then I'll do hormone fixer and testosterone. And then I've also tried oxandrolone, which I'll get to in a moment. I've tried that on its own. And I've tried oxandrolone versus Hormone Fixer and the results that we see at the gym. So let me go through that with you. And here's the reports on that. Testosterone alone is fantastic for putting on muscle, but you really want to give it about six months to a year to honestly see those changes in your body. Now, men are different. Men will respond and react and and get swole and look amazing when they're on testosterone for two months, three months. Women, it just takes us longer because we are not, we don't genetically have the high amounts of testosterone that men do. And that is why when you look at a female bodybuilder who's taking a male dose, if not more, of testosterone, she starts to look like a dude. Her jawline will change, her muscles are as big or bigger than like your brother's, right? That's an astronomically high amount of testosterone. And it's usually other anabolic steroids stacked on top of that. When I was in bodybuilding in that whole world, I'll never forget I walked back and my friend was doing spray tanning. And I knew that she always spray tan the women and her husband would spray tan the guys. And I walked back to bring her food because she was doing this all day long. And I walked in and for a second, I was like, why is she spray tanning a man? Standing there, I mean, stark naked, because that's, you know, what you do. You stand there and get spray tanned because you don't want bikini lines when you're up on stage posing. And this person full on looked like a male with a clatinus. And that is what large and high and exorbitant and too much testosterone and anabolic steroids will do. Now, 1 20th that, and that's what we're doing to get optimized, ladies. We're taking just enough anywhere really, if you're doing injectable between 10 milligrams to 40 milligrams a week, intramuscular or subcutaneous of testosterone sipionate. Or you may be using a testosterone cream. Now I will tell you if you're using a testosterone cream and it's anything less than really five milligrams a day, I mean, that would be the low, low, lowest, lowest, lowest dose I would go for someone who's super sensitive to testosterone. More likely, we want you on 10 to 20 milligrams daily of the cream. So a little bit different dosing from injectable to cream. We would want you on 10 to 20 milligrams daily of the cream and then it's still a crapshoot one thing that you have to remember when we're talking about injectable and cream this is like a little side note here worth mentioning the cream will convert more to DHT dihydrotestosterone more so than the injectable now some of you might have to be on the cream because of your age or because you just don't want to try the the injectable even though it's a teeny tiny insulin needle That's fine, but just realize that you may get more hair growth and acne. Those DHT symptoms, you may get those faster than if you just use the injectable. So if you are doing the cream or really the injectable, I like adding in my DHT fixer. I like doing DHT fixer first for like a week or two before I start anyone on the cream since cream converts more to DHT. So testosterone, ladies, just testosterone alone takes a while. Now, when you stack testosterone and Hormone Fixer, what Hormone Fixer does is it just gives you that better pump. You're also supporting your testosterone and your growth hormone levels naturally. And you can take that daily where you're doing the, let's say you're doing the injectable testosterone cypionate once a week. You can do Hormone Fixer daily. And I always do that in the morning and then go to the gym. And then I'm like, yay, look at my arms they are looking so good. They look better now than they did when I was competing in my 20s and 30s. And I attribute that to having optimal levels of testosterone because I don't think I did back then. No one was testing me. And in fact, I had PCOS. So everyone assumed that I had high levels of testosterone and DHEA, high levels of androgens. That was not the case. I put on muscle way easier now than I did when I was young. And my muscle structure, my body composition just looks better. So I stack testosterone and hormone fixer. Now let me talk to you about oxandrolone because I mentioned that oxandrolone is an anabolic steroid, known in the bodybuilding world as Anavar, but it is actually a compound medication or prescribed medication. And where we use this in medicine is helping patients regain weight after surgery, illness, trauma, any kind of cachexia from from cancer, any kind of sarcopenia, the loss of muscle as people age. And it just helps the body recover from the side effects, even from long-term corticosteroid use. If you have been on corticosteroids for an inflammatory disease, it takes a toll on the body. It really takes a toll on your muscles as well. So you can end up losing muscle because of that corticosteroid use. That's where oxandrolone will come in. It also helps treat bone pain, caused by osteoporosis. And yes, it will inadvertently Push up your testosterone, even if you're not on testosterone, it has a little bit of a lower androgenic side effect profile than testosterone does. So if I have a patient, female, cannot tolerate testosterone injectable, cannot tolerate testosterone cream pushes over to DHT, she's on DHT fixer, we add in dudasteride, nothing is working, she can't take it, she's breaking out like crazy, cystic acne, growing a full beard, then we will bring in oxandrolone and see how she does with that, because that's going to help with muscle strength, muscle endurance, body composition, and it helps with libido a little bit, a little bit. It's not as direct as testosterone, but please, ladies... Another side note, bear with me. If you think that just taking testosterone is enough to improve your libido, please go back and listen to the All About Libido episode. We can link to it in the show notes as well. So it's easy to find. That is important because there are so many different factors with libido. So many. I keep digressing. Bear with me. When I did a scent of just oxandrolone versus just hormone fixer, no testosterone. This is this is during the time where my practitioner wanted me off the testosterone. And this was for a while, even before I, I tested and found out I was a 13. When I did just the cinemox and I tested, my testosterone actually went up into the 60s. So it does have an effect on your T levels, 100%. It will. Not as potent, not as strong, not as much of a punch to your T levels as let's say a cream or injectable, but it will have an effect. So I did that stint and what I found was when I took hormone fixer before a workout, I got a better pump. I looked better, better striations, better look, more strength. I could do more push-ups. I could do more weights than when I just did oxandrolone alone. Kind of interesting because like I said, that's the girly steroid. Back when I was competing, that's what all the women were taking who wanted to stay feminine because like I said, it has a very low androgenic profile meaning androgen, testosterone, male features, male, male pattern baldness, acne, hair growth, anabolic is what we want to improve muscle to grow muscle. That's the anabolism and as opposed to catabolism where your body is eating away its own muscle tissue. We don't want that. Don't want that. We only want anabolism, anabolic, We don't want androgenic. So when the androgenic side effects start to occur, despite what you're on, that is when you want to add in DHT fixer because those androgenic side effects are either from you being on too high of a dose, you converting over to DHT, or you're just taking too much of everything. I I mean, if you're tiptoeing into that bodybuilding world, then yeah, you're going androgenic because you're on too much. It's very interesting to me, to note how different women will respond to to testosterone replacement therapy in different ways. I, over time, will get a random cystic acne, little outburst here and there, a couple dark hairs on my chin that I have to pluck out, but it's not intolerable. And then you have the subset of women that have no side effects whatsoever. I'll tell you the story of one of my one of my coaches, one of my nutrition, functional nutritionists that's part of my staff, she accidentally took 200 milligrams, which is what we give to men. That is what men take once a week. Anywhere between 150 and 250 to 300 is an average dose for males, depending on their level. She took 200. I was like, oh my God, what is going to happen to you? Nothing. She did not react nor respond to that. And that's the perfect example of how we are all so different. We are also different how we respond to hormones. And then on the other end of the spectrum, so I'm kind of in the middle. My coach is at the one end of non-reactive. And then we have all the way at the other end, you could give someone a drop of testosterone. I can give five milligrams of injectable. I can give two milligrams of cream, which is low, 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 and they're breaking out. They're losing hair. They're growing a full on beard. For those people, we just have to pull it. We just have to say, let's let's We have to weigh, weigh the pros and cons. Let's weigh the pros and cons. And when we say the cons outweigh the pros, we pull the testosterone, but that's where we might be able to move on to hormone fixer or oxandrolone. Okay. This was longer than I anticipated going because I went on a couple different tangents, but all very relevant, very noteworthy to take, especially if you are a woman listening to this and if you continue to have low testosterone. Now, let me touch on something really quickly before I let you go. If you are a woman on testosterone replacement therapy and you say, you know what? I just don't feel anything. I just don't. I I don't know. I'm not really, I don't know what the big deal is here. I will say a couple of different things to you. Number one, give it time. You have to give it time. I mean, time. So number one, hormones will take 90 days to move. So you have to be patient in the beginning and let those levels come up. Number two, it's very, at the dose that we would have you on, it's it's very gradual what you will notice. It's kind of like lights starting to come on from being dimmed. You go. Oh, yeah. I guess. I guess my libido is getting better. Oh, you know. You know what? I. I did ten push-ups instead of five today at the gym. You'll just start to notice small little changes, which is what we want. Because think about it: if we punched in the face with testosterone, to where you're like, I am a raging sexaholic now. I can't get off of my husband, and I'm throwing around the 80s at the gym. Like, that's probably a little too much probably went too high too fast, right? Now many of you might like the fact that you want your husband again all the time or your significant other all the time. But if you don't, then that's probably not the route for you. You don't want to overdo it and you want to make sure, you want to check your response. And I would say again, individuality plays a key role here in how you are going to respond to testosterone. So you don't want too high of a dose. You want to just write, you want to find that sweet spot. You want to gradually, gradually, slowly notice the differences. Testosterone will help with weight loss, but it is not the only tool because we can give you all the testosterone in the world. And if your thyroid's in the toilet, if you're not tracking your food, if you're under a lot of stress, if you're estrogen dominant, all of these things can play a role in weight, ferritin being low, insulin being high, leptin being high. And again, if you want to go back and listen to the all about weight loss podcast, we can link to that in the show notes as well. Those are two fantastic ones. If you're interested in this one, listen to those two as well, because we go into all the other factors with weight loss. Testosterone is one of the key components. The talk that I gave last year at KetoCon was the keys to fat loss, thyroid, testosterone, and insulin. Those are your three main keys. I mentioned a couple others, but those are your three main keys. Yes, testosterone plays a role, but it is not the be-all end-all when it comes to weight loss because you have to be looking at all the other factors as well, all the other factors. So I'm going to circle back to what I said in the beginning. Your testosterone levels are normal. I can't give you any. Now that you've heard the importance of testosterone for females, now that you know where you should be in the optimal versus normal lab value range, it is up to you to advocate for yourself, possibly get a new doctor who is open-minded. And I'm sorry, even if it's a functional doc, you can say bye-bye as you're walking out the door. If he or she says, I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. I can't give you testosterone or that you don't need Testosterone. when you know you do. Sometimes it's best to fire your doctor so you can look, feel, and perform at your best. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right, I hope to see you soon.